Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday, part two. I got nothing. I don't even know what I don't remember what I said last time. We had another snafu with Craig, our producer. He's been acting the fool lately, so we're redoing this really quick. What did we talk about? We started off talking about the NFL and how it's another NFL go- week gone and how we're remiss oh, yeah. and how I went uh, one, two, and one yesterday and Panther went ridiculous, like 10, three, and one, I believe. And you went something like two, three, one, and one. one. Th- three, one, three, one, and one. Yep. one, and one. There you go. So uh, overall, uh, as the degenerates, though, we did fairly well. Our mutual fund went nine, one, and one. So if you found yes. our mutual fund, you would be in a good spot today. So that's how we started the show off last time we did it. All right. Well, well let's start it like that one again. Okay, great. So that's done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, what are, you got to cherish these NFL se- uh, seasons, man. They, they go by so fast. So we just mm-hmm. got to spend time just with them as much as you can. Because when they're gone, they're gone. What are our takeaways from week two, Max? Yep. Let me run through my list of takeaways. Uh, number one, the Saints are in trouble. If that injury for Drew Brees is serious, the Bills are the only New York team. True story. I live near the uh, other two New York teams in New Jersey. I really like Josh Allen. I think he's a great kid. Uh, Solid football player, too. The Patriots haven't given up a touchdown yet. That looks ridiculous. Thanks, NFL. (laughs) Big Ben looks so much older. It's, It's almost as if Tom Brady has just like sucked the life force out of like Big Ben and Eli and Philip Rivers because all those guys look old. Big Ben looks like the worst out of all of them right now. Steelers probably in trouble as well. The Lions, that game was definitely a trap. It was a trap. We all called it. Let's see what Panther did with his trap game in the Lions. That was one of his few losses. The Colts aren't half bad. And the Titans were definitely a week one illusion. Uh, Ravens, they came down to earth, but Lamar Jackson is still pretty, pretty good. 
Patrick Mahomes started off super slow yesterday. Arch was crying for a bit. And then, oh, yeah, he, he remembered he's Patrick Mahomes and he's awesome. And his second quarter was just goddamn ridiculous. And more importantly, he remembered he was playing the Raiders. So that was. Oh, that too. That's yeah. it. Um, the Bears are having uh, some offensive issues, and that offensive issue's name is Mitch Trubisky. Last one for me is you guys absolutely nailed that Eagles-Falcons game. I whiffed on it. Uh, Eagles had the lead. Then a, a Julio Jones fourth down touchdown kind of ended that. Still, very exciting game. I enjoyed watching the end of it much, much more than watching the end of that Panthers-Bucks uh, game on Thursday. So those are my takeaways. Panther, what say you? Uh, you, you, you covered a lot of irony, the uh, coincidence, if you will, the Bears winning a game with a uh, walk-off field goal. Uh, because as we, all, as we all know, they'll be uh, infamously known as uh, Doink Doink um, for, you know, the rest of history to go along with uh, Super Bowl XX. Uh, uh, these, you know, Steelers and Saints are in trouble, I think probably more so for the Saints. I think, um, you know, Mason will do okay for Pittsburgh. But, man, the Saints just do not look like the same team without Drew Brees. And then I almost don't want to talk about it because it just got arch and all kinds of a fiery thing. But the officiating, the replay, the the pass interference and and how they continue to fuck this shit up. It's it it is brutal to watch. And it is uh, they 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 tried to fix a problem from a crying fan base and they may have very well made that problem worse oh they absolutely made it worse that they absolutely I, made it worse it was a knee-jerk reaction that made everything worse i've got that little snippet of audio from the first show i may just tack that on to the end of this episode <laughs> oh man so, yeah good takeaways it, they're all right yeah um my takeaway really is that you know the mutual fund bet uh is the way to go and we post that for the uh patrons right there nine one and one no matter how you you do that, it was profitable. I try and show you how to manage the money. So the mutual fund is is slow growth, but you could have just flat bet the mutual fund so far this season and had you know big growth. So there you go. That's a good takeaway. Uh, so let's flip over to Monday Night Football. Let's see what we've got here. We've got Cleveland and the New York Jets. Now, this is kind of deceptive, but Cleveland opened up somewhere in the range of minus two and a half and the New York Jets plus two and a half. And as it sits now, Cleveland is minus six and a half and the Jets are plus six and a half. But that's it's kind of a weird one. It's not quite accurate. Yeah, it's it's not accurate. And I, I think it's an overreaction to Sam Darnold having mono. Uh, I don't think that he's worth that four point swing. He's a good quarterback, but he's not a great quarterback. And Trevor Simeon is, you know, he's Trevor Simeon, but still, like, he's just a hair below Sam Sam Darnold is right now. Darnold definitely has potential right. for the future, but as it stands right now, not worth that swing. Um, the you know, Le'Veon Bell's also banged up for the Jets, mm-hmm. too, so maybe that's playing something into that line. We know the Browns laid an absolute dud in week one, and part of that, I believe, is coaching because – the coach that they have this year is now the defensive coordinator for the team they're playing this week. And that was the coach that got fired up and winning last season. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see how that goes. Ultimately, I don't think the Browns will cover this one. I don't think the Jets could necessarily win this one. 
Uh, so for me, this is a lean for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I don't lean games anymore because, well, I, I can't grow our mutual fun if I don't bet something, right? <laughs> <laughs> but look, the, the line opening at two and a half to me was a red flag from the get-go. I don't think anybody really thinks the Jets are going to be very good. And, you know, Sam Darnold, with all apologies to my good friend, Maximus Prime, I don't think is even a good quarterback. So missing him shouldn't shouldn't have even triggered this six points um, or four points. I'm sorry, up to six and a half. So here's here's what I'm looking at. Trevor Simeon, uh, he has experience. He's played with the Broncos for a few years. Now he's in New York. Uh, he's not anything flashy. He's not anything great, but he's efficient and he's disciplined and he won't make a lot of mistakes. Oh, and by the way. He has a wide receiver that he has a little bit of familiarity with in Demarius Mm. Thomas. So I don't think that the Browns just run away with this by any stretch. I think they still are trying to figure some things out for themselves. But the Jets have a really good defense. They showed that in week one. And I think this will be a low-scoring affair. And I do like primetime Monday night football at home, six and a half points. I've got to take the Jets here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm leaning with you right there. I like the Jets an awful lot plus six and a half. Maybe not quite enough to bet them, but uh, yeah, uh, these are both such big question marks on these teams. So yeah, I'm definitely going to lean them. I'm, I'm not necessarily going to bet them, but uh, I agree with everything said. And this is this is the this is the mystery right here. Four points. Where did it go? Because the the total opened up at 46, and now it's 45. So. Where did those four points, you know, they disappeared somewhere. Uh, so I, I, did Darnold make the defense play better? I don't, I don't understand. So keep that in mind. Yeah, but I think the Jets are the play. Historically, there's always an overreaction when a quarterback is out. And, and we're seeing it right there, right there. All right, let's flip over to baseball and see what we've got. Uh, first up, I want to look at the White Sox and the Twins. It opened up at plus 215 for the White Sox and minus 236 for the Twins. And as it sits now, it is, if I get off the run lines, it is, <laughs> oh, geez, plus 199 for the White Sox and minus 218 for the Twins. Yeah, the, the White Sox have only won once in their last five games, but they're putting up some runs. They're averaging 5.8 runs per game over that stretch. Uh, Minnesota. They dropped last night's game to the Indians, but they did win that series and kept a good lead in the AL Central. Uh, White Sox have Reynaldo Lopez on the mound. Uh, he had a sensational start two starts ago and then did his typical Reynaldo Lopez chert game after that. He's going to face off against Jose Barrios, who had a very, very good last outing, but has been iffy over the last month or so. Uh, Minnesota should get the win here, but with how Chicago has been scoring... Even in their losses, uh, there might be some value to bet them. I'm only going to lean the White Sox here, but uh, it's a game to keep an eye out on. Yeah, this game, so Barrios has been kind of been pretty hittable, honestly, since the All-Star break. Uh, White Sox are a team that's trending the right direction. I agree with Max. There's probably enough value here to take them. But I'm not going to. I like the Twins. I like Berrios. I'm not going to bet this game, but I just want to point out with the last two weeks of the season here, we're at 12 games for every team, give or take. 
the Twins only play three teams the rest of the way. The White Sox, the Royals, and the Tigers. They should be able to take some of these, a couple of these games and coast into the playoffs, get their rotation set the way they want. I think they come out and try and take care of business so that they don't have to really worry about Cleveland or anything like that uh, towards the end of the week or all of next week. So I I look for the Twins to win, but it's way too chalky. I'm not going to bet it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to bet it. I'm going to bet the White Sox here, plus 199. I like it. Uh, I think there's probably, you know, I think there's probably enough value there. And, you know, for some reason, the line is getting, you know, getting worse for the White Sox and it's getting better for the Twins. So hmm. take that for what it's worth. Uh, but, yeah, I'm definitely taking the White Sox. And we, and we could bang through all these if we wanted to, but probably not. Max, why don't you just take over and tell us what you got? All right, let's, let's head over to Detroit, look at the Orioles at the Tigers. Orioles just took two or three from them. They're going to look to close out this four-game series before they're going to head home for a series with the Blue Jays. Uh, Tigers also traveling today. They're going to head out to Cleveland after this game. Uh, John Means, man, he's been pitching so well for the Orioles over his last four games at 2.33 ERA. I hate laying this much chalk on a sub-500 team, but I do think the Orioles are the better of these two and pull this one off. I'll bet Baltimore. Yeah, so I'm not a big fan of betting on two bad teams. John Means, better pitcher. Baltimore, better hitting. Detroit really doesn't have anything hitting-wise. I think most of their games they've won have probably been pitching duels, you know, low-scoring affairs. Um, These two teams combined have the same number of wins as the Atlanta Braves and less than the Dodgers, Astros, and Yankees. So, they're, they're, I mean, they're just really bad teams, and I can't bet on two bad teams, so I'm off this game. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to jump on Baltimore as well with you, Max. Uh, minus 149, I think that's doable, and I need it. I need a win here. I need <laughs> I need 100 bucks. I need, I need that because there's some crazy shit coming. All right, but, yeah, Baltimore. <laughs> uh, last one for me is actually Nationals at Cardinals. Nationals end up winning the third game in their series with the Braves, which seems to be their trend, right? They drop two to Atlanta and then win that third. Uh, Cardinals drop two of three of the Brewers. They're now only two games up on the Cubs in the NL Central. Strasburg continues to just have quality start after quality start, but don't sleep on Dakota Hudson. He's, he's pitching very, very well for the Cardinals. Love this pitching matchup. Ultimately, I think St. Louis will pull this game out. I will bet the Cardinals here. Mm. Yeah, this is a great game for the day. Light, light uh, schedule for Major League Baseball, but um, this is probably the best game of the day. I just can't bet against Strasburg. He's been phenomenal. It's really just going to be all about whether or not he gets run support. Dakota Hudson's been good, um, but I just can't go against Strasburg, and the line is getting worse for the Nationals, which kind of tells me – that they're, they seem to be the play. So before it gets even worse, I will take the Nationals. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm actually going to sit this one out. I, I'm, not, I'm not crazy about either side. Uh, money is hard on Nationals. The public is kind of split. So take that for what it's worth. I think I'll probably lean St. Louis, but I, I can't pull the trigger here. Is that it for you, Max? That is it for me. Hey, Panther, what do you got? Uh, we got the Diamondbacks. Got to talk about the Diamondbacks. This was a team that was so high and then they went to new york and the mets bitch slapped them and i think they just scared the shit out of them because now they can't win to save their life they can't score you know their last five games 
They're, they've lost four of the five, and the one that they did win was a one-to-nothing game. Like, this team just can't score. But they're still in the playoff hunt. They still have a chance. The eight of their remaining 12 games are at home, and they've got the Marlins, who equally cannot score, coming to Arizona. Robbie Ray's on the bump. I know he's been really awful his last three outings, but if, if there's any glimmer of hope for Arizona, it starts right now. They've got to win damn near every game to, to make a run. I'm take, It's chalky. It's really chalky, but I'm going to take the Diamondbacks here. Oof, yeah, it is chalky. Max? Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing that uh, your, your assessment is completely uh, spot on, and I, I'm leaning the Diamondbacks, but the one thing that uh, you can add to that is Miami's only won four of their last 20 games. So I, if you extrapolate that over how many games are left over the rest of the season, they probably only have like three or four more wins left in them. So I think the days of me betting the Marlins as a value play, they're going to win one of these, they're going to make some money for me this weekend or this, this week, I think those days are done for the rest of the season for me. Uh, way too chalky for me, but I do think Robbie Ray bounces back from those three bad starts and, and helps the Diamondbacks win this one. So I, I will lean the D-backs here. Yeah, I'd, I'd lean too. This that this is too much chalk for me. Too much chalk. So, yeah, you're on your own, Panther. Good luck. But oh, Rez wow. is saying that mistakes are being made. Oh yes, so. yes. Rez is not happy. Rez is not happy with that. Rez is not happy with us. So <laughs> that's all I got. The light day. All right. Yeah, it is a light day. But there's one more I want to focus on: Kansas City at Oakland. The Royals opened opened up plus two, or excuse me, plus two sixty one, and Oakland opened up minus two eighty eight. And now it's the Royals plus two forty five, and the and the Oakland A's minus two seventy. So the I, the line's moving in the wrong direction. That's clear. And you know we know how good traps have been in August September, and, and they have not been good. So I wouldn't blame anybody for not doing this, but I am going to do it. I'm going to take the Royals plus two forty five with the minority of money and the minority of public on them, and the line going Oof. the wrong way. Oof. I mean, the Royals did not steal one from Houston. They got outscored 22 to five in their series this weekend. The the Athletics have won 11 of 13. They don't seem to be doing much wrong lately. Sparkman is coming off of a decent start. Tanner Rourke is actually coming off of his worst start since joining the A's. He went 5.1 innings, gave up five runs. But guess what? The A's still won that game because that's what the A's are doing lately. Uh, I'm not seeing the value in KC like you are. I'm off this one. Yeah, I, I look, if there was a much better line, I would be all over Oakland. I'm not laying damn near 300 um, against the Royals, who can every once in a while show up. They scored five runs total their last three games. Oakland has scored five or more runs in four of their last five games. So I, it's a wild card. I get it. Shot in the dark, but I don't like it. I'm off this game. All right, fine. I'll do it all by myself. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, take that loss all by myself. <laughs> we're, we're staying on the mutual fund. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, shit. It was kind of a light day. I think we went a little bit longer part one, but man, what are you going to do? All right, so here's the big recap coming in. Max says, give him the Browns, minus six and a half. Panther's going to bet the Jets, plus six and a half. And I'm leaning right there with him. I think this is an overreaction. I think that's probably the way to go. Uh- Minor, minor point of clarification. I am just leaning the Browns here. I am not oh, betting okay. this game. Oh, okay. not I, am betting not, I, I do not want people to think that I am betting on You're Cleveland leaning here. the Browns. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In over in baseball, 
Max is taking the St. Louis Cardinals plus 127. And Panthers like uh, no way, Jose. He's taking Washington minus 138. Be interesting to see. There's very few games left where you guys can disagree. So we got to get these out. All right. Panthers on the D-backs minus 197 against the Miami Marlins. Max and I both agree Baltimore minus 149. They're probably going to take care of business. I am by myself. I'm taking the White Sox plus 199, and I'm taking the Royals plus 245. Man. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Max, that's all I got, man. That's it. That is it. Hey, head over to Discord. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, everybody's picks. If you're on Twitter, you can find us at Betting Absolute. If you're on Facebook, you can find us at Sports Betting Degeneracy or Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. That is the name of the show. The very show you're listening to on such fine stations as Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Libsyn. No matter where you listen to us at, please, highest rating, five stars, ten stars, whatever it is. Comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode we did an awesome Sunday show yesterday, our Sunday Funday NFL Pick Show. It was exclusive to our patrons. So thank you so much, patrons, for donating money to get us going on the air, to pay for all of those things that keep the lights on and, and, and get Panther a new headset because he sounded brilliant in the second, half, uh, second recording of this show. So we thank you, patrons. If you want access to the Sunday show and also written content, that's the other thing, too. I write every single game for MLB in the mornings. I only talk about a few of them on the show. You can get access to my write-ups. You can get access to our Degen scores. You can get access to our mutual fund that Arch mentioned earlier. All you got to do is head over to our Patreon, contribute, keep the lights on around here. It is Monday. Panther, take us home. Write-ups? We're supposed to do write-ups? I get up five minutes before the show. This is all off the top of my head. 10-3-1 yesterday, DJs. 10-3-1. Follow the mutual fund. Follow the Panther. We are red hot in no fun league football. Uh, listen, this the second episode. This is the second time in a row that the second time in a row sounded so much better, was so much tighter. We're going to have to start doing rehearsals before every fucking show because, well, we're just so much better. Uh, look, get on Discord. Shoot the shit with us. Let us know how you did over the weekend. What you're going to do tonight. Football. Baseball. Nobody can bet on any more FIBA basketball. Uh, soccer. Tennis. Whatever's going on out there. Get on Discord. Let us know what you're doing. And let us know what you did. Well, it's all said and done. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Oh, man. Okay, I didn't. this is not what I was going to say, but you've made me realize what the answer is. You replay, you pro-replay people always want more replay on everything. So, I mean, I just, it, this is it. Just, the clouds are broken. I, I see how we fix it. We review the reviews. There needs to be a separate instant replay where another booth of people will come in and review Al Riveron and his staff. They'll look at them and, the, and they'll they'll rewind it and, and, and fast forward to make sure that Al Riveron and everybody saw the play correctly. So we just add more replay on top of it, a whole nother level. That should really make all you pro replay people just cream in your pants. I think it could work. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, you know, yeah. Who would have thought that a knee-jerk reaction and you institute a whole new rule 
offensive pass interference reviews wouldn't go the way you wanted because you didn't research and, and figure out what might happen. You just threw it out there to shut uh, the Saints fans up, and it's not going the way you want. When has it ever worked? It never works. Law Knee-jerk laws don't work. Knee-jerk rules are not going to work. This is what the NFL should do. This is what the NFL should do. This would fix all the problems. When Sean Payton should run the football to close out a game, but is going to pass instead, New York should be able to buzz the quarterback, Drew Brees, whoever, and tell him to audible into a run play. Force it. And then that's it. That's it. When Sean Payton is too smart for himself, New York buzzes in and they change the play. You don't need a replay. 